This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. As you folks may have noticed, I took the last couple of days off. My mother came into town last minute, sort of a surprise. She came up from Texas to Maryland with my stepfather, who's an engineer, Yes, 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 he's one of these technocrats, and uh, he had some business to do in Pennsylvania, so she came, and then she spent the last few days here hanging out with Willie G and my mother-in-law, who is about to uh, leave in a couple days to go back to Poland, so I ended up taking a couple days off, but I was working. I just didn't record a show because I never had a two-hour block of free time to sit down and record, but it's allowed me to sort of clear my head. I've got a lot more stuff now in my head, a lot uh, a lot more ideas. I've been talking to some colleagues of mine about some ideas I came up with for expanding the show uh, and creating another series, actually. So it was actually worth it, folks. Also, I've been texting back and forth with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, and with Wide Awake Jim. So Wide Awake Jim is almost done with the book Earth Brokers, and he's been sending over all kinds of information, highlighted pages from the book, really showing how the bankers plan to go into the so-called third world countries with these indigenous folks, these primitive folks, and then take over the countries and then force them to adopt industrialized technology. We'd call that technocracy. Uh, and then essentially call them polluters once they had it and then force them further into technocracy. I mean, it's such a racket, folks. And I see people out there on twitter still arguing over wwe wrestling over biden versus trump uh, still talking you know about covid land the high school theater production constantly and no one realizes that the issue is the worldwide technocracy and the way this works folks it's very simple and many of you may have figured this out years ago but we just didn't connect it into technocracy and this culture of technology 
is that everywhere that has a central bank, all right, and all the central banks are consolidated under the Bank for International Settlements, under the World Bank, every country that has one, and, and it's over 190, folks. There, there's They say there's like eight or nine countries that don't have a central bank, but when you dig into it, you see that they actually do. It's just not the same setup. So it, it, they, basically every country uh, has a central bank. And the big bankers at the top call this the um the uh, one currency system or the world currency system uh, whether you're using a paper u.s dollar fiat cash or you're using uh, you know polish money or canadian money it's all a one currency system the central bankers control it here in the united states we have the federal reserve banking system and then we have what 12 or 13 federal reserves around the country and they say that's how they keep it decentralized it's such a joke it's such a joke and and now that jim has this book earth brokers which is fantastic really fantastic i mean i've been reading it as he's been sending me highlighted pages and it just further proves what's going on. But it was written by these two environmental activists who joined up with the cause because they thought they were going to go out and save the planet. And once they got inside the game, they realized that that industry, the climate change hustle, the green graft, was controlled by the very industrialists who actually pollute and destroy the planet. So it's this giant hoax folks and and what's going on is that they are pinning the pollution on the co2 we obviously hear all the narrative the propaganda the tag words coming out of people like bill gates going back to 2010 at his ted talks net zero carbon we have to get to net zero carbon and the way we're going to do that is more industrialization more technology we created the problems with technology we provoked your reaction oh the planet is being poisoned And now we're going to offer the solution, more technology. When in fact, the real solution is less technology. The real solution is to scale back industrialization. And this comes in the form of manufacturing, to process foods, to how they do industrialized farming. And so over the last couple days, there is a show on uh, Netflix, okay? And my wife and I have watched this show because we both love to cook. Uh, We're cooking all the time, folks, and I really want to escape to this West Virginia homestead. It's like my dream, my dream to go out there, build a commercial kitchen, outdoor kitchen, and be able to just cook all the time. So this show is really good. It's called Chef's Table, and I just want to show you this because it really ties in to what we've been talking about here, and it ties in to this stuff that Wide Awake Jim is sending me from Earth Brokers. It's like all these different data points that I'm taking in are all coming together and meshing, and I can see the complete puzzle. Uh, So I'm going to put this up on the screen. This is Netflix. I know a lot of us have boycotted Netflix. Don't worry. I don't subscribe to Netflix. I use my mother's login for Netflix. So that's that's how I fight back against the system. You're not going to get my $9 a month. Um, So I'm over here at Netflix. I I just want to show you this. It's called Chef's Table. And I think there's uh, six... Episode, uh, six seasons there might be five or six episodes in each season the cinematography in these is fantastic all right they're about 45 minutes to an hour each and each episode features uh one chef 
uh, and they have chefs from all around the world, from the United States to Italy to France to Spain, Brazil. I mean, uh, you know, Thailand, chefs from all over the place. And it's done like a mini documentary on each one. So over the last uh, few days that I haven't recorded a show, my wife and I have been watching one or two of these at night. Um, you know, when I escape from politics or from doing the show, I like to watch stuff that's still educational and inspiring, right? This is the type of stuff I would let Willie G watch because uh, a lot of these chefs are inspiring. Some of them are shallow. Okay, we, we get about two minutes of the episode. You can tell the chef is very shallow. He thinks too highly of himself. Boom, we turn that off. But I wanted to show you a few episodes here that uh, I'm not going to play them. I just want to show you uh, a few if you want to take a look at this because you're going to pick up a lot of information as you're starting to make the case of technology versus nature. And don't worry, we're going to get back to uh, Ted Kaczynski today because there's some really good information that I found on that. But I, I really wanted to share this with you. So this one here, his name is Dario uh, Ciccini, D-A-R-I-O-C-E. C-C-H-I-N-I. Fantastic guy. Eighth generation butcher uh, from Italy. It says here, charismatic Tuscan butcher Dario Ciccini grew up eating every part of the cow but steak. Now he's out to change how the world thinks about meat. Very inspiring. He only speaks Italian, so they have a voiceover on this. Inspiring gentleman. He actually was going to leave the family business. And this is part of actually what has uh, caused a lot of our problems, folks. Uh, as the world has become more connected with uh, mass transit and airplanes and telephone and Internet, what happens is folks uh, push their kids to leave the nest. Uh, and, and what has happened, and it started in Western culture, but now it's in the East as well. And so whether the kid grows up with his family owning a farm, an old school farm that happens to be organic because all the old food was organic or they own a butcher shop or they own a restaurant or they own a pastry cafe. You're going to see this play out uh, time and time again here. Look at my wife from Poland. Her and her brother both left the home. She came to America 20 years ago. Her brother's in Germany. Well, you wouldn't see that before. All right, so families would stick together. I mean, this is even in the United States, right, in the last 50, 60 years, really post-World War II. And then we go, oh, my God, this country is losing its culture, or this neighborhood is losing its culture. It's because we connected up through the Internet, and we connected up through airplanes, and people left. Then what happens is a lot of folks go off into the world for 10, 12, 15 years. You're going to see with some of these chefs, they come home. They go, I want to go back home to the family farm. I want to cook the fresh food of my country. And they realize their country has been completely taken over by the International Monetary Fund, uh, by the uh, World Bank, and just destroyed and gutted and turned into a shithole Lego community like what's happening all over the United States. So that's one of the things, man. Uh, if you want to stop this from happening, you got to keep your kids home so this is part of what i call demographic warfare where we've uh, created fake wars pushed people out of their countries created fake refugees drove them into other countries that we blend all these cultures together inside all these countries but we actually lose the italian culture and the spanish culture and the french culture and the cultures that we had here 
in the United States. And, and that's what's happening. It's all part of it, folks. This was part of building the technocracy, all done through the world bankers, through the banksters, through these economic hitmen. This is how it's done. So I would check out Dario Ciccini. One of the things fantastic about this gentleman, all right, is... Again, eighth-generation butcher. When he was a kid, he would go out into the hills of Tuscany with his father, and they would meet with the farmers who would raise the cattle, I mean, beautiful cattle, and he was brought up to respect the animal and to give the animal the best life as possible when it was alive, and then... As a butcher, your job was to respect the death of that animal by making sure every part of the animal was used and nothing went to waste. So Dario actually wanted to become a veterinarian uh, and take care of the animals. So he actually left the home. He went out to veterinarian school. Uh, His father ended up getting sick. He came home and he had to become a butcher to be able to carry on the family legacy and to put food on the table for the family fantastic gentlemen so down to earth uh watch this one because you're going to see what happens uh when you carry on the family business uh really really great um another episode here which was really fantastic let me see if i can find it um Okay, this one, Bo Song Vasiva. Okay, she's a Thai cuisine cook. Really good. Uh, And this one, her and her husband, okay, they live in Bangkok. He's Australian. He's a chef, and she met him actually working in his kitchen in London. And he was a Thai chef, and she realized, why was she learning to cook Thai from this Australian guy? And in Thailand especially in Bangkok, even the locals weren't cooking Thai food the way it was supposed to be done with old world organic foods. And so she talks a lot about how Thailand has been completely industrialized. All the ingredients have been westernized. They're all processed. And so her and her husband go on these far-ranging quests to go find these true organic farmers. I mean, you'll see how far they have to go out of the way. But what I didn't realize here is uh, most of the foods in Thailand even have been GMO. They're using pesticides. Everything is done based on the industrialized model uh, pushed out by the United States and across the world. So you're going to want to watch this one. Now, unfortunately, uh, this woman, Bo Song Visiva. It's B-O is the first name, and then it's S-O-N-G-V-I-S-A-V-A. And it says right here, frustrated by the dearth of authentic Thai cuisine, Bo Song Visiva revives bold, complex local flavors in her sustainable Bangkok restaurant. Now, unfortunately, you know, she, she's talking about fighting back against this industrial food production, and trying to support local farmers. And then she's got this whole side thing, at least that's the way they made the show, that she's a big net carbon, you know, net zero carbon pusher. So either she's dumb, they turn the show into propaganda, or she's, you know, part of the system pushing the fake. Um, the fake propaganda of net zero carbon instead of get the industrialists the hell out of our country, which is really what uh, she should be focused on. But that one I'd recommend watching. Okay, then you've got uh, season four here. 
And this person, uh, let me see, where did it go, folks? I don't see. Oh, Corrado Asenza. All right, it's C O R R A D O A S S E N Z A. It says, inspired by the orchards and farms of his native Sicily, uh, Corrado Asenza turns out rich gelatos, almond gran- uh, granitas, crispy cannoli, and other delicacies fourth generation pastry maker he gets into how sicily even all the local organic farms have been destroyed this guy went on a personal mission to save the almond farms um they've been destroyed he talks about how they're building all these pop-up townhouse communities all over sicily strip malls and it's basically looking like generic united states at this point so um i recommend checking this out chef's table because you're going to pick up a lot of information about how industrialization has been destroying these countries and you couple that with the information that wide awake jim's been giving us and as we review uh, earth brokers with him you're going to see more of that tied in as my research continues as i start to put the big picture together and show how the central banking system has propped up and created the technocracy and unfortunately we're all being driven into this fake you know industrialized technological society and we're losing we're losing our cultures we're losing our food we're losing our health we're losing our sanity folks so i know i'll there on twitter land there's people talking about communism and socialism and fascism progressivism marxism etc 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 i tell people listen they've all played a part in it but at the end of the day you have to realize that the problem is worldwide technocracy that has been installed at the hands of the central bankster mafia and there's just no way out of it unfortunately i think you have to exit the system and then as far as the rest of the system goes it's going to collapse eventually like rome and that's probably going to be where this all goes folks because i don't know how we undo it i mean watch these shows and you're just going to see how difficult it is for one chef one famous chef to try to put their name behind it and save an almond farm what they have to do to make that happen folks i'll be right back i want to share a couple other things with you that i gathered over the last couple of days and then we're going to get back into kaczynski because there's some mind-blowing stuff we have to go over here uh, and this is really going to set the stage for the next series that we're going to be doing here at the dustin gold standard my name is dustin gold i'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast. All right, folks, one last one here over at Netflix on Chef's Table that I want to show you. Uh, His name is Alex Atala. We watched this one last night. This is Brazilian chef and adventurer. Alex Atala relies on his wild spirit and love for the Amazon to show diners how an open mind pays off in deliciousness. Now, this guy is like an adventurer. All right. He was an old school punk rocker. Uh, He had left Brazil, went off to Europe, worked in uh, restaurants, came back to Brazil, found that the Amazon 
uh, rainforests were being destroyed. He goes out there to get a lot of fresh ingredients. Another one you want to watch to see what's going on uh, somewhat down in brazil this this stuff will spark your interest and these aren't documentaries on the environment this is through the eyes of a chef through the eyes of food but very important because you're going to see uh, how these people make decisions based on trying to save their culture and save the food i mean this is where this stuff needs to go Um, These are the kind of people that need to be at the forefront of fighting back, these people that have social media accounts. How we tap into them and get them to understand what the real problem is, I haven't figured out yet. But I'm seeing so many stories, and I'm hearing so many personal stories now from you guys reaching out to me at pain.tv slash gold on Twitter, other social media, people in my personal life that know I do the show, so they're always sending me information now. But I'm reading about more and more people being replaced by AI. There's all this beef going on now on Twitter, you know, with OnlyFans, you know, whatever, porn models, but being replaced by artificial intelligence, porn. I mean, this is humans being replaced. And people need to start speaking out against this. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get this show together with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine Podcast on Fridays and Wide Awake Jim, to talk about some ideas for this mini documentary series, these micro videos, uh, a big documentary. But I think it's important for you folks to start speaking out whenever you're replaced by robots or machines or ai or you hear this is coming people inside the narration business folks inside of acting it doesn't matter what political party or ideology you align with or think you align with this is a worldwide war on humanity to drive us out of existence and it ends with engineering us out of existence so people need to start speaking up if, if some of these narrators i i know a gentleman who is uh, a very well-known audiobook narrator he's also a comedic actor and he was in some of my corporate comedy shows that i put together and he is also i believe right now the vice president of the audiobook narration business and he told me ai is is coming it's going to replace them he's got a fairly large organic following because in the narration world the audiobook narration world these guys are like mini celebrities and i said you've got to start speaking out you've got to start asking your audience to boycott these books start pointing to the books that are ai now they're caught in a catch-22 as well because the industry's moving that direction so what happens is folks don't want to rock the boat they're afraid they're going to be cut off from doing all the books that are left uh, if they speak out against what the future of the industry is which is ai well you got to make your stand somewhere because if they're going to fully replace you in three or four years what is this three or four years of income matter if you're going to be out of a job out of a career this skill that you have as a human to be able to narrate books that you've perfected god gave you this great voice you perfected that skill they're going to take that away from you People need to start speaking out. Humans need to start reaching out to other humans. We need to awaken from this trance of technology. We need to start to tell people what's going on. I told you, Wide Awake Jim is a friend who was a sports writer and a commentator under Comcast, and he was just replaced 
by artificial intelligence. And and now it's becoming known because of the stories coming out on chat AI, which comes out of open AI, which is Elon Musk and others involved with that. We've covered it here on the show that all these writers are being replaced by artificial intelligence. And and folks, if you're not going to speak out, I, I don't know where you think this ends. It doesn't end tomorrow. The companies aren't going to stop it. If you're in customer service, you work in a call center. I know, first you were replaced by Indians, and you were replaced by Filipinos and Jamaicans and others. Well, now all of them, you know, the Americans, the Filipinos, the Indians, the Jamaicans are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence. And if folks don't start telling their stories and pointing the finger at these companies and asking folks to boycott them. I know in the case of someone, they were given a $15,000 severance check and they have to shut up and not say anything for six months or a year. That is blood money. It's to keep you quiet so that you don't go out and talk about this. But I'm telling you folks, this is moving at warp speed at this point. Moving at warp speed. And if people don't start to tell their stories on social media, put up a video, talk about it on Facebook. If you're uncomfortable doing that, send it to me at me at DustinGoldShow.com. I will get it out there. I will cover up your name. I'll change your voice, whatever you want me to do. You just need to tell the story. We'll get him to Mike Moore. He's got a huge audience, you know, compared to us. We're six months old about six months old since we started doing it full-time mike's been around for over three years he's got a big audience and mike knows a lot of other people i know a lot of podcasters a lot of youtubers i can get these videos out there but you need to produce them you have to tell the story of what is going on because that's what's going to connect with other humans all right it needs to be done it's not impossible this is the first step all right, I'll tell you, one, one of the other things that I've been looking into the last couple of days, I've had the idea for quite a while. I just don't have, have not had time to do the research. I'm looking into this uh, true crime genre because it's so huge, and, and it's quite interesting. I'm like, when did this true crime stuff become big? And, and there's a lot of stuff actually classified under true crime. Shows like First 48, you know, on television, through uh, true crime podcasts, true crime documentaries, and there's different styles that folks do the true crime stuff in. Well, I really found out when as I was doing research that it kicked off under really Truman Capote, I think in 1967 with his book, In Cold Blood, was really the first sort of true crime type of novel that was written. Uh, yet, the industry really came about, sort of the genre came about seven, eight years ago, started off with a podcast called Serial. So I was doing some research on these, listening to different ones. I, I couldn't believe it. I was almost, almost. Um, I mean, it, I was disgusted when I started listening to these with humanity, because one of them, it, it sounds like two valley girls. It sounds like 90210 does true crime. Uh, I won't name the show, but I started listening. I said, all right, let me figure this out. Uh, obviously, they're talking about uh, real-life occurrences where someone uh, murdered a couple of people in the woods or a serial killer uh, will be featured in one of the episodes. But this one, it's two girls. 
and one of them sort of the narrator and then the other one asked questions and it sounds like this so um this girl is like walking through the woods okay it's it's 1962 she's walking through the woods and now remember she doesn't have a cell phone at this time and she's not able to snap pictures for instagram or put up videos on her tiktok so she's walking through the woods and the leaves are crunching it's like crunch 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 oh my god it's so loud and this guy jumps out in front of her and then the other woman says uh um, hold on. So let me ask you, um, when he jumped out, did he like jump really far? Was he, did he smell? Was he like a homeless guy? And this is seriously one of the top rated ones. We're talking 150,000 reviews on Apple podcasts. So then I listened to some others. A lot of them are like this. Uh, I stumble upon another one. It's like a Southern guy. He's sponsored by a beer company. And very similar, but he goes, hey, how you doing there? It's uh, True Crime. uh, I don't want to say the name of the show. True Crime X. All right. And uh, we're sponsored by uh, Billy Bob's Beer today. We got the refrigerator loaded up. We want to thank them for loading up the refrigerator. So today's story is about serial killer Ted Bundy. This guy was one crazy dude. And then he's got a sidekick named uh, Captain. And so (laughs) I'm listening to these like, Wow. Wow, these things have huge ratings. People are listening to this. So I have this idea, which is why I'm doing research into the true crime genre. I'm saying, how can we reach folks uh, that listen to this true crime stuff? What's the psychology behind true crime? Why are people listening to true crime? And so I start reading a lot of articles uh, about the psychology. I'm doing my research, obviously, I do with, with everything I'm interested in. And I find that what happens is, first off, people, one, are driven by this desire to go primitive again right just to go out and start killing people uh because we're trapped in our cubicles all day or sitting at home in our in our 10 by 10 home office staring into zoom working on digital projects for our digital company out in cyberspace meaningless work that does not change the world we're just doing busy work all day for money and so there's that aspect to it second is there's this whole uh, philosophy behind this this idea or this psychology behind this idea that people feel safer knowing a gruesome story about someone else who was kidnapped murdered tortured and killed and it didn't happen to them so it makes them feel secure so i mean this is what happens as we get further away uh from what our dna is wired to do as ted kaczynski talked about in industrial society and its future all right so i'm doing the research into the psychology behind this and then at the same time i'm studying all these different true crime episodes i'm looking at the comments what people are saying about these and i've got this idea in my head of how we could maybe tap into this true crime genre 
because there's a lot of big TikTokers. And as you know, I'm not a TikToker, but a lot of big TikTokers that cover true crime. And if you could get them to talk about or promote your podcast, all of a sudden you're reaching one or two million people. So I started looking at the quality of the true crime podcast. Go, man, we could put something together better than this. But I obviously don't want to tell stories about individual uh, kids or women that were kidnapped in a state park and then tortured. I mean, to me, it's a little gruesome. And all these people are doing is just really reading news stories and trying to make it sound somewhat exciting, even though most of the shows are just terrible. I mean, terrible. Um, the, the vast majority of them are these valley girls that do what I was telling. Oh my God, Marissa. So she jumps out of the woods and then like, what happened? Did her flip-flops fall off? Did she drop her Prada purse? Oh my God, she didn't run back to get it. And that's what we're dealing with, folks. So when I get back, let me just tell you a little bit about this idea because I started working on a demo the last couple of days. And it ties into what we're doing here, but may allow us to launch this into another genre and hopefully reach more people with our message ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust to go with the dust to gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 